You've got mail. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Nostalgia. Pop culture revisited. Yes, I'm Jonah. I'm Sarah. And in this podcast, we're going to look at movies and TV shows that you may have watched as a kid. Maybe you loved them. Maybe it was just something to watch. Maybe it was a little alarming. Yeah, because a lot of the stuff we watched as kids, let's face it, was pretty alarming. <laughs> um, and there there were some shows and movies that were actually really good, if you mm-hmm. go back and look at them later as an adult. But maybe some aren't exactly that way, so that's what we're going to try to decide for ourselves. Exactly. So, yeah, what we're going to do in this podcast is we're going to spend approximately the first half um, talking about some uh, movies or TV shows. Our memories of them. Yeah, or our, our basically, Whether exactly. good our, or bad. Yeah, exactly. Our memories of them. Um, because maybe we watched something as a kid that we thought was just the coolest thing. Like, what's an example for you, Sarah? Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> I Personally, I never watched that as a kid. I don't... My parents didn't let me watch, like, Power Rangers or Pokemon or anything like that. They were pretty awesome, so yeah. I'm sorry for... Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, okay, to be fair, I did watch all the cool PBS shows. Oh, well, I watched those too. I think I maybe watched... Maybe I watched too much TV. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I still yeah, currently I think watched Looking too much back, TV. we always watch too much TV. And today's topic is shows and, well, I guess mainly <laughs> movies that we watched when we were kids that were more on the alarming side. <laughs> yes. And by alarming, we mean emotionally scarring. <laughs> um, I, I think we all have those movies. We all have those moments in movies that mm-hmm. we remember as kids that were really, really scary. Yeah, probably. I feel like me more than the average child found a lot more movies a little bit scarier. Oh, really? Yeah. What What do you I think? I was scared of a lot of things. I what think What do you think was the scariest movie you watched as a kid? Oh my gosh. Um. Well, the fa- the story that my family would like to tell would be when I watched Jumanji for the first time, <laughs> and I apparently had such bad nightmares that I scared my mom in the middle of the night, and my dad had let me watch the show, the movie, so he got in a little bit of trouble, and they hold it against me, and kind of, um, what's the word for, like, censored my movie watching from oh. then on when I was a kid, because they didn't want to reoccur. Yeah. Yeah, I guess for me, there weren't really that many movies that actually gave me nightmares, per se, but there were a lot of movies that I used to watch with my brother that we thought were really scary, and so we liked watching them. <laughs> um, and some of these we're going to discuss in a little more detail. Um, but one of them, I mean, one of them was the first Harry Potter movie. I mean, really? Yeah, we saw that one on the airplane. I think. Yeah, yeah, because we were we were flying um, over to see some family in England, and we saw it on the airplane. And if any of you all have what ever. Part of it? The like the troll and the oh. the Voldemort face on the back of the head. Spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> yeah, and if any of you know, it's harder for parents to regulate what you watch when it's on the airplane because oh. I don't I'm I'm not sure if my parents would have let me watch Harry Potter at that age, just because it was a little bit scary. Like it was kind of a bigger kid movie, mm-hmm. but we saw it when. I was probably like I think I didn't see the, the second one for a while because they were afraid I was going to be afraid of um, all the spiders in oh, that one. Yeah. I mean, that is a pretty legitimate fear for some people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're Ron Weasley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
No, but um, and, the, and well, and then also um, James and the Giant Peach. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that one in a bit more detail. But I used to love watching that with my brother. Anyway. So to go to our scheduled topics. Yeah, our regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> Uh, we are going to start with Winnie the Pooh, which when you first think of Winnie the Pooh, it might not be very frightening, but if you hear the phrase heffalumps and woozles, yeah. maybe you recognize why that would be a little bit Well, scary. no, that's the point. Like, Winnie the Pooh is not supposed to be scary, but then they throw in that absolutely terrifying sequence of yeah. heffalumps and woozles. And was that supposed to be a dream sequence? Yes, it was a dream. Okay. It was a dream. And what made it even more scary was... Winnie the Pooh falls asleep. He has this dream and wakes up and everything's flooded. You remember this a lot more than me. I Yeah, I, I honestly can't remember why that was happening. Oh, well, yeah, spoiler alert. Because, as we mentioned, we're going to, after we reminisce about the, the movies or show, we're going to then watch them again. Like, these are things we haven't watched in years, so we're going to watch... Uh, Winnie the Pooh in just a few minutes. So it's yeah. going to be a good time. Well, and from what I remember of that sequence, it kind of reminds me of the weird Dumbo sequence, which oh, I don't know if you yeah. saw Dumbo, but that one was pretty. I Yeah, I didn't really see it as a kid, but I, well. I know about that. Yeah. Because it's, it's also a dream sequence involving kind of elephant-like creatures. I don't think that one's a dream sequence. Okay, yeah, they yeah. They show, I think that. Yeah, they drink, they do drunk, drink alcohol. Which is a yeah. little also weird for. A kid's yeah, movie, it's I think yeah. Too. And anytime, anytime a kid's movie. It's a baby movie, elephant. I know that's, that's a not okay. Weird. Yeah, <laughs> anytime a kid's movie involves like the characters drinking alcohol, I, I feel like it's always well, Pinocchio. Uh, it's it's too, always a mistake. It? Yeah, it, you know, yeah. like it's it's always well, yeah, They I stumble guess... upon it by mistake, and then mm-hmm. they have like some kind of a weird experience with yeah, it. Yeah, I guess maybe at a young age they're trying to freak us out of possibly doing that stuff. possibly so yeah it's that's like an interesting if tactic. you drink this 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 will happen to you mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's you know and also another movie we want to talk about is labyrinth um not to be confused with pan's labyrinth oh which which is also kind of a scary movie yes. but it's 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 a scary movie for adults you know Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, Labyrinth is what we're talking about. If you remember the late David Bowie, he was a large character in this. Uh, I believe he was larger goblin, than life character. Goblin King. Goblin King, I think. I guess was his title in it. But and I don't remember the actress that was in it. But she Jennifer Connelly. Okay, yeah, because she's in stuff now still. So it's mm-hmm. kind of funny to think about that being her first role. And I thought that that was actually really scary. I don't know why you would put baby snatching. No, in, especially when it's David Bowie stealing the yeah. like he's a he's this famous pop star guy. I wonder how many kids grew up being a little bit afraid of David Bowie because of that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's possible. This yeah, Labyrinth was one that I didn't I don't remember actually watching it as a kid. I think maybe I saw it on TV once mm-hmm. or something. I watched it and I thought it was pretty freaky, yeah, obviously. Because I think I didn't watch it until middle school. But I mean, it's pretty freaky no matter when you I, watch it because think, of the puppets. Yes. No, that was one of my points. I think the use of puppets sometimes is kind of what freaks me out the most. That's crazy because I <laughs> wrote the exact same thing down when we did our, pre, our pre-show our notes yeah. because we were basically, we write notes about the, the movies yeah, before it, the show. I think Sorry, when the on. puppets kind of go or two in the uncanny valley i think is what we yeah. talked about when they're too much in that that's when it's really creepy to me yeah because the muppets doesn't 
freak me out in that no. way usually. Yeah, because they, they're, they're like silly. fun and colorful. Yeah. But when they try to make it look almost too realistic, like a, a really realistic puppet. It looks like something of the... I know. It, it reaches a point, yeah, the Uncanny Valley, where it looks almost like a real human, but mm-hmm. not quite. And that, yeah. that just makes it very strange. Yeah. And I, th- I think, to me, anything to do with puppets is a lot freakier than something done with like CGI or something like that mm-hmm. because you can tell it's a real thing like the puppet is a real thing yeah it's just not as real as it should yeah. be well and also speaking of puppets um although the muppets don't really scare me a lot there is that scene in the muppet christmas carol oh that is a little yes frightening we we actually yeah it, if you haven't seen muppet christmas carol the ghost of christmas future is very alarming mm-hmm. i think and it's because it doesn't have a face yeah it doesn't have a face and it's just this very tall hooded figure yeah we actually for years we fast forwarded through that scene every single we time might have too actually. yeah and so I, I didn't even see that sequence until i was an adult well and also yeah just anything that's in that sequence is scary like mm-hmm. when the some of the puppets are i think fighting over uh, scrooge's possessions yeah. yeah and it's this big spider guy too. yeah of course it's a spider yeah of course but but yeah i i agree there's something about puppets that's just a little yeah. bit uncanny yeah. Maybe it's because we're so used to the Muppets who are just nice. Mm-hmm. And In then Sesame when we see Street. something freaky. Are those considered Muppets? Yeah. Sesame yeah, they're Street still Muppets. Muppets? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. I, get, uh, I guess moving on from that. Um, well, actually, we might as well stick on the topic of puppets. Because one of the things that makes the never-ending story oh, yeah. very, very creepy is its extensive use of puppets. Yeah. For example, there's the the kind of dog dragon thing. What's his name? I think, yeah. Oh, no. I don't remember its name. But I, it's funny that you call it a dog because I, I, thought, it thought, I totally like thought it was a dog until yeah. much, much later. And they're like, no, it's a lucky dragon or something. Yeah, a luck dragon. Luck dragon. Yeah. But actually, one of the things that scared me the most about the NeverEnding Story was the wolf. Oh. Do you remember the the one of the yeah. one of the villains is kind of a wolf and it's the servant of the nothing because the oh. nothing is the actual protagonist of the story but it was it, and it was kind of an animatronic puppet type mm-hmm. thing and there's something about animatronics and puppets I, maybe maybe we're harping too much on this fact but I think that is a lot of the reason that so many of these kids movies yeah. freak us out so the much. wolf doesn't really stand out for me in that one what stands out for me is when the horse is in that swamp of oh, sadness yes. or something yeah that's very and sad. it just won't move very and freaky. it just dies there i think i always just have some sort of empathy for more than anything the animals in movies so when the animal it's like, dies, oh, like, a human like, oh, dies. No. oh no problem i don't know what's wrong with me but yeah also there's the giant turtle do you remember the giant turtle oh yeah that didn't freak me out though freaked me out i think the giant rock guy slightly freaked me out even though i think he's good yeah i think that kind of freaked me out but he has big strong <laughs> not to go on with the puppet thing but those are actually also we might as well just in... call this episode the puppet episode yeah or something but the dark crystal also has a lot of puppets in it. now too. i've never actually seen the dark crystal ever i watched it so much when i was a kid and i 
don't know why because we were definitely freaked out by it and it was pretty weird so i don't know why and it it has some like very adult themes of death and destruction and evil yeah i mean i guess you could say that about a lot of kids movies but yeah and pretty much everything in that movie you can kind of find something disturbing Mm -hmm. like the uncanny valley um puppets like the the kid that's the main character and then i think they're the skexies is what they're called oh yeah the The evil evil. vulture looking things yeah and they have scenes of them eating things and i don't like that at all yeah pretty weird um i i think now we should probably move a bit on from puppets and talk about a particular author who seems to have a knack for making kind of creepy kid stuff. I mean, he's one of my very favorite authors, which is Roald Dahl. Mm-hmm. And obviously he's made some incredible Honestly, stories. Honestly, when I was a kid, I would say in my head, Ronald Dahl, because I <laughs> just couldn't process the well, name Roald. I had a, I, my fifth grade teacher called him Roald Dahl, which is Roald just Dahl? so utterly, utterly wrong. <laughs> and yet she told us it was Roald Dahl. Anyway, sorry, it's Roald Dahl. Um, but some of the things that he's made that are kind of... I guess you could say delightfully freaky in a way. Um, yeah. Are um, Matilda, which you I I loved Matilda. I know I liked Matilda too, but Miss Trunchbull is very very scary. I thought she was she, scary, she, but she I locks also, Matilda in the chokey, yeah. which is all like spiky and. I feel like she's ugh. almost comically terrible. I think that's well, why plus I wasn't she forces scared. Bruce Bogtrotter to eat that chocolate cake. That didn't really scare me either. I think I thought um, that was kind of scary. What freaked me out the most about Miss Trunchbull was when she threw the girl with pigtailed braids. Yeah. Cuz I think it made me kind weird. of afraid to wear those ever oh. again, honestly. <laughs> yeah, those is pretty freaky. But or like having the hat stuck on my head forever, <laughs> like having it super glued to my head like her dad is. Yeah. In that. There's a lot of weird stuff that goes on and a lot of things that parents would probably have to tell their children like, don't ever do mm-hmm. this. Don't ever put super glue in anyone's hat. That I so much awful. wanted superpowers after that movie. Oh, though. yeah. Yeah, me too. That would be awesome. Um, but Roald Dahl has also obviously produced some classics like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which mm-hmm. has its share of freaky scenes. True. Um, but uh, one of the ones that I used to watch as a kid with my brother, and I kind of mentioned this earlier, was James and the Giant Peach, mm-hmm. which, I really like which that one. Al- is also another very freaky medium for kids' movies, is obviously stop motion animation. Because on one end of the spectrum, you have Wallace and Gromit, which is kind of more claymation. But then whenever. It- Whenever it's the kind of stop motion animation where they use those little like little dolls, um, mm-hmm. you know, in like they do in James and the Giant Peach, it just there's something weird about it. It's uncanny because of the way they move or something like that. And also, obviously, that movie has very kind of a dark tone to it, because mm-hmm. um, it, it, it's the classic archetypal thing of the the good child is raised by horrible parents because yeah. he's raised by his, his two evil well, aunts. Well, and I think he? this is one of the ones that you remember a little bit more than I do. Yeah. Well, we, we can talk more about that after we watch a little yeah, clip of but, it. But, I mean, um, what really scared me about that one, which is probably one of the only things I remember from it because it was so scary to me, was I think they get... There's some... I think it's like an evil mechanical shark or something oh my gosh i love that scene oh that, that was my brother and i so that my brother and my favorite scene no. every time the shark came up the mechanical... we thought it was so awesome no. we would like draw pictures of it about how it worked and stuff so we could 
like pretend to be riding the mechanical shark or whatever wow okay you're giving me a really weird look <laughs> maybe that's a weird thing but no i th- i thought the mechanical shark was really cool and very creative you'd think but... i'd like it because of how much i like sharks but yeah. mm, i don't know yeah there's also yeah. there's also a weird scene where he he eats the little glow worm or whatever do you remember that i don't remember that okay well we'll talk more about that later once you see it anyway um is there anything else we need to talk about well i i mean it's it's always kind of fun to reminisce about other movies that scared us like who framed roger rabbit yeah, that I've never felt so scary. bad for a shoe. I know, the shoe. That, I, that, was, that was one of the things that made me really sad was that the was fact one that tunes can parts. die. Yeah. Oh. And then <laughs> Christopher Lloyd in his cartoon eyes. I think oh, that was really scary. He, yeah. And he gets run over by a steamroller. Yeah. I also Ouch. thought it'd be kind of fun to list off all the things that I found scary in Jumanji. So what made me have nightmares in Jumanji, you might ask. Um, the stampede, the poisonous plants, the giant mosquitoes, the lion that, it, like, its tail crosses the piano, uh, quicksand. And if you've seen the John Mulaney stand-up bit about quicksand, when I was a kid, just like John Mulaney, I thought quicksand was going to be a lot bigger of a problem because it's in so many movies and cartoons. That's true. And never have I ever in my life crossed quicksand, so maybe I should, like, knock on wood. Yeah. But... Yeah. Oh, and the monkeys, which kind of like Wizard of Oz. I know. Monkeys in Wizard of Oz. I, I never really watched Wizard, Wizard of Oz when I was a kid, but I always hear my mom talking about how scared she was of those monkeys. And so that's part of the reason why we didn't get to see Wizard of Oz, was because my mom was so scared of the monkeys. <laughs> one other one I want to mention is um, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, which was one of my very favorites as a kid. But when you rewatch it, um, yeah, all I know the, about that one is it's about a car. Oh, it's so good. It's car, so good. Question mark? No, because oh, because <laughs> it's so good because the dad buys this old Grand Prix racer. Jalopy. This this old this old beat up car and he fixes it up and it it basically comes to life like it Herbie has a life, of, life of its own and it's <laughs> yeah well that's a good one too, um, but it basically comes to life and it's able to fly and they fly to this faraway castle and um they meet baron bomburst and he's so he's the evil guy anyway i'm i'm going i'm rambling here but the really creepy part about it is the child catcher and if you've seen this movie you know baby snatching again you know exactly you know the child catcher is one of the creepiest characters in all of kids movies (laughs) because he's basically this guy with a giant like witch nose basically who goes around and rings a little bell and says lollies lollies for the children or something like that and it's very very strange but luckily spoiler alert they don't get caught by him until later I don't know if anybody's really watched Sailor Moon but and I know Mm -hmm. you didn't but there was also I'm pretty sure there was a kid snatching episode of that too (sighs) I think it's quite a theme yeah, I think we could basically build up a list based on this discussion of kind of archetypes of creepy things in kids' movies. There's there's the medium used, which could be, you know, stop-motion animation or puppets, puppets um, or things like that. And then there's, there's themes that are creepy, <laughs> like kids snatching and... Animals. Animals. Animals being killed or, or dying in some way. And also just... 
One of the other other ones we wanted to mention was the scene in Toy Story 2. That was very scary to me, where Woody gets dragged under the trash, basically, in a dream sequence. So, actually, dream sequences are also a ripe source Mm -hmm. for scarring material. Definitely. I think that... uh, I didn't... I guess I probably found that scene scary when I was a kid, but if I think of scariest Toy Story scenes, I would think of... um, Sid's when room. yeah, Sid's room. Whenever they first meet the toys and they don't see that they're nice and they're just mm. kind of disembodied. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that one was pretty scary. But but I, then you find out know. that they're I nice, kind so of then cool it's not scary. as scary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Well, I think we've just about used up all our time before the short break, where Sarah and I will go and watch some of these things that we've just been talking about because obviously we've just been rambling for a while about our memories of these pop culture artifacts these movies and TV shows that we were talking about but we're actually going to go and watch them now and see if our memories served us well (laughs) Um, so are you ready to go do that? Mm -hmm. Well I'll be right back We'll be right back All right, welcome back, everyone. And we're in the post-watching stage of our podcast. Yes, so we have just gone and we have had a grand old time watching a bunch of old videos from our past. And when I say say videos, I do actually mean we watched the VHS version of most of the things. Yeah, Yeah. so very nostalgic in um, the fact that we had to rewind and play quite a few times. Yeah, we were saying, I think we were both a lot more patient back in the day because it really, like, it took a while to to rewind and fast forward to find an exact spot you wanted in a video, so, <coughs> bless you. <laughs> yeah, we actually had to rewind all the way to the front, and I remember <laughs> that being definitely a part of the movie-watching ritual when we were kids. And yeah, it, it really was, especially if you... are pretty spoiled now. Yeah, especially if you put in a VHS and it was already at the very end, so you had to then rewind it to the beginning before mm-hmm. you could watch it. It was like, eh, you know? It was just part of the ritual. Uh, but anyway, uh, that being said, we had a couple of uh, little comments to, to, to add to our previous um, analyses of the, of the movies and shows that we had talked about before the break. Um, so do you want to dive right in? Sure, let's go for it. All right, so the first one we watched was Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day. In order to watch the Heffalumps and Woozle scene. The Heffalump or Woozle is very confusal. The Heffalump or Woozle's very sly. 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 Which <laughs> was pretty much just as weird as I remember. I didn't yeah. remember that it was that long. It was really long. And I, I guess the way that they got away with it still being a tr- children's movie was... Mm-hmm. It was very colorful. It was all children. Yeah. Um, color scheme. And in but the Heffalumps and Woozles were kind of smiling. They were happy. I around. wasn't. I know, but that, <laughs> but that was what made it creepy because they had these kind of like cold stares. Yeah. And well, and what I thought that was a really creepy part of it is the fact that the honey pots are personified, and then the Heffalumps and Woozles are eating 
the honey pots. I, I know, that was right? Really creepy. Like the part where the heffalump takes the top off the honey pot and it's mm-hmm. like. <laughs> oh, I hate those. I hate those. Or something. Clips. Oh, it, yeah. Uh, very, very weird. I mean, as that's a, a good uh, characterization. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, well, as a kid, that scene didn't really scare me all that much, honey but pot. looking back. I'm, I'm surprised I wasn't <laughs> more scared of it. Yeah, I remember being scared of it. But yeah, because I mean, I I think, I think part of what makes it so creepy is the heffalumps are just kind of like going around and they're dying, right? They're well, dying. Yeah, because like a heffalump blows up. Oh. Remember that part? Yeah. It, it does that make it kind of freaky when yeah, char- so. when characters don't really care if they live or die. Maybe I'm getting to. Maybe I'm reading way too into it. It's pretty I, philosophical, I, I, but I mean, I can. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to spoil Winnie the Pooh. I didn't think of it like Winnie that, so that's interesting. I think that's part of what makes it creepy. Hmm. Well, that the characters are exploding on screen. I exactly. guess that can be. Yeah, pretty that can be pretty creepy, scary. even when it's a cartoon character, even when even when it's a weird, freaky heffalump. Yeah, anyway, we should probably sequence. we should probably move on from that. Um, so, do you guys remember when we mentioned the Toy Story 2 sequence where Woody gets dragged under a tra- into a trash can, basically, mm-hmm. by these, these this weird amalgamation of different toy parts? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, Andy! No, no, Andy, no! <laughs> yeah, it was just as just as freaky the second time around. Yeah, and then I even realized more things, especially how Andy's talking, and he's just like, bye, Woody. Bye, Woody. <laughs> and then uh, before that, before that, he's like, oh, you're broken. <laughs> I don't want to play with you anymore. And it's just, ah. Uh, it, it's oh, really it's, sad. It's very bizarre. And then he falls through the playing cards, yeah, and in, well, into I, the trash can. I wonder can. if that was kind of um, a reference to Alice in Wonderland because playing cards and then falling yeah. through the whole tunnel. That's f- that's very true. I, that's I, what I, never thought I was of that. imagining as I was watching it. I never I thought know. of that, but yeah. Well, and plus, it the whole sequence begins and it doesn't clue you in at all that it's a dream sequence. Like true. the fir- the very first time I saw it as a kid, I thought it was totally real. I, I you know, the first. I and I think it's funny the first two things that we've talked about are both dream sequences because yeah. obviously the heffalump thing is which, yeah which in that one's a much more obvious dream sequence because you well, can yeah. see poop they falling li- asleep and yeah then, they literally this say one, it's not. they began to dream mm-hmm. like they literally <laughs> say that at the beginning but this they one you. <laughs> it just seems as though it's a regular day yeah very weird um and then <laughs> we basically watched almost the entirety of james and the giant peach yeah, because there's quite a few scenes in there. Well, yeah. pretty much that whole movie, I think. That movie, be... I had forgotten how many very freaky yeah. scenes there are in that. And it was funny because... Well, I mean, it makes sense when it's kind of Tim Burton. I feel like that's mm-hmm. a lot of what he goes for. Not saying yeah. it's good or bad or anything. Yeah. But... It was funny because uh, we were watching that that movie um, on, on VHS... And my dad came into the room and asked what we were watching because it was a really freaky scene with the two ants mm-hmm. who are basically witches. 
And we said, and I, and I was like, oh, it's James and the Giant Peach. You don't remember me and my brother watching this like dozens of times yeah. when we were kids? And he was like, no, I don't remember that at all. Anyway, moving on from that. So James and the Giant Peach, what did you think of it? Um, I feel like I should have been more scared of it than I was. Because I really only remembered the mechanical shark scene. Which I think is an awesome which scene. Which, in my head as a kid, I combined it with the pirate scene. It's a giant shark! And for some reason, I thought when they fought the mechanical right. shark, I thought that they like went inside of it, and that was like the pirate scene. Oh no, I had forgotten about the pirate scene. Yeah, for why. those of you who haven't seen it, there there are two separate scenes. One of which, the peach gets attacked by a mechanical shark. I don't think that sentence has ever been said in the history yeah. of humankind. <laughs> anyway, the peach gets attacked by a mechanical shark. That my brother and I always thought that was a really cool scene because the shark is like a submarine that goes like. Urgh! or something. I thought it was scary. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of scary. But then there's a separate scene where they go underwater, and, spoiler alert, there's no explanation as to why they can magically breathe underwater. Mm. I guess just because it's a movie. But they go underwater <laughs> in this freezing Arctic zone, and they encounter all these skeleton pirates who, interestingly enough, bore a very strange resemblance to the skeletons from Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, Which Jack Skellington, st- yeah. and then there's also a Donald Duck skeleton. Yeah, very, very strangely. Um, and I actually, I don't think I've ever sat and watched Nightmare Before Christmas. Have you? Oh, yeah, well, I've watched it a lot. Oh, okay, I have it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but, well, but obviously when I saw them the second time, I was like, oh, they look just like those same skeletons. Well, I mean, or Jack Skellington. Tim Burton. Yeah, it, well, yeah exactly. But that's also a very freaky scene mm-hmm. because... Well, in watching that, I honestly felt like I should have been more afraid of the ants than I was. Because well, the they ants were, were very really creepy. They, well, and I don't remember being scared of them sponge as a kid. And spica. Well, and also the, the whole thing about James's parents being eaten by a rhinoceros... I still don't really understand that. ...was very scary because... The the movie starts out with a scene where he's on the beach with his parents, and then it's all happy, it's all sunny, and then suddenly it just changes to this dark, stormy scene, and it says, And then his parents were eaten by a savage rhinoceros. And it's like, what? what, what I was what, really what is confused. This? It, it can, it's kind of the first indication you're watching a, a bizarre fantasy movie. A metaphor, but they talked about it for the rest of the entire movie. Well, and then, spoiler alert, the rhinoceros actually shows up at the end. Yeah, but... and then they're like, no, it wasn't a rhinoceros. So I, don't, I really don't understand how his parents died. I guess a storm? Yeah. Because it was made of storm clouds? I still don't really understand that. Maybe maybe it was Whatever, like the, the, parent, the parents in Frozen. They got shipwrecked by a storm or yeah, something. Yeah, but they didn't even say, like, oh, they're driving and there's a storm. Oh, they're on a boat and there's a storm. Well, because it was a rhinoceros that ate I know, them. but it doesn't... Whatever. Anyway, but, yeah, this this movie was just scene after scene of freakiness because mm-hmm. there's this bizarre... Also, a dream sequence. Why does all do all these movies have to have a dream sequence in them? But this one has one where James is this little caterpillar thing and he's running away from the rhinoceros again rhinoceros and also a scene that really freaked me out as a kid that i watched again and kind of laughed at 
was when the magical old man gives him the bag of glow worms. I don't even remember that guy from watching it before. Um, but the the glow worms are just pieces of pasta <laughs> backlit by green light. But so it, I mean, kind of took you out of it. But it, but it was fun anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, think I still it, it was think still a fun I movie. still think it's a fun movie, and it's yeah. also it has this kind of whimsical quality about it, just because I think it's not meant to be taken too seriously. No, none of it makes sense, and a, you just go yeah, with it. A lot of stuff doesn't really make sense, but it was fun escapist entertainment. I yeah. Liked, so I liked it the second time as well, and I liked the shark scene for the record. I mean, I like sharks. So. Yeah. There's that. Um. Anyway, moving on. To a movie that, as I mentioned, I had never really seen as a kid, but I knew that it was kind of mm-hmm. a a very commonly cited movie as a very freaky kids movie, um, and that is The Dark Crystal. When when we mentioned this one we can kind of mention the fact that there's something about puppets. I know we talked a lot about this in the first segment, but there's something about puppets, especially kind of the the Jim Henson style of like creepy puppet mm-hmm. that really is very freaky. Maybe because I, I don't know. It's, it's like they took a puppet and then they were just kept adding to it. But how can we make this more and more and more creepy? Because mm-hmm. I felt like they basically, especially when there's this scene. Did we even mention that it's the Dark Crystal? Yeah, I did. About? Yeah, okay, I did. sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, because the Skeksis. I don't think I can ever say that right. Skeksis. Yeah, basically the antagonist. Yeah, of the film. they're already immensely creepy. Yeah, and they then look when like the creepy vultures dies, or something. Oh my gosh, he's that scene was awful. One. He so so the emperor dies, and he's this really wrinkly old vulture looking thing and then he goes and and like dies this horrible death on his deathbed. He basically implodes upon himself. Yeah and then he he crumbles like he he turns to ash and it all happens before your eyes and his face just crumbles. More scarring. It's like Jim Henson what is going on in your mind? I just I don't get it. Um so, if he was going for a creepy kids movie, he I, he very much succeeded. Probably. I mean, he def- I he definitely was. I don't think there's a way you can make that movie and not know that you're making it. No, definitely. But I mean, that being said, almost all the movies that Jim Henson, the the, the, the Jim Henson company has done the puppetry for, mm-hmm. have been just eye poppingly amazing. Yeah. I mean. He he did, for example, like the gorilla in George of the Jungle, and um, the the Vogons from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Do you remember I that? I, I don't think I knew that. But yeah, that's cool. yeah. And and I mean, countless other amazing examples of of puppetry. A couple of which we we will um, talk about in a little bit. Um, but yeah, the Dark Crystal. I found it pretty creepy. Still creepy. Still creepy. Tiny slave people. Why kill the dog thing? Why? Was that necessary? And it had just so many adult themes, like torture and... um, Yeah, they basically assaulted one of the other Skeksis. Yeah, it's not okay. 
yeah not cool <laughs> I, I, it's yeah, so I, creepy you, you can tell that there's not much we can say about it because uh, besides it was very dark and creepy I mean you know it has dark in the name true we should have known we, we really should have known um, maybe we should just continue in this same yeah. vein of creepy puppets um, and talk about uh, Labyrinth Oh yeah. Yeah, maybe we should just skip skip on to still that. Still Jim one. Henson. Yeah, st- it it is still Jim Henson, but uh, plus David Bowie, basically. Yeah, which I mean, I mean, I think it's still kind of a fun movie. Still pretty creepy, and I guess at least it has some fun musical numbers. And David mm-hmm. Bowie's pretty cool. Yeah. Even if he's a creepy goblin king who is kind. In that one scene, it was like he was. He was, was kind like a, of in love with Jennifer Connelly well, I, in a way. Well, and also, I, I guess it was just a distraction so that she would stop thinking about the fact that he's trying uh, to kidnap her baby brother. Which, which but, in itself is is very strange because there's a scene where he's kind of like dancing around with the baby and throwing the baby up in the air, and it's mm-hmm. just like, yikes! And, I mean, he kidnapped the baby. Yeah. I don't know. What more <laughs> What more can know. we say I just, about it? I, I, guess just the, I guess just the fact that the, the puppetry, while some of it doesn't hold up, obviously, nowadays, mm-hmm. some of it, I mean, does still look amazing, but it retains yeah. its creepiness no matter how old you are. Definitely. That that's one thing that is definitely true. And the as they said, I think it's kind of a weird but the the shaft of hands. Oh, the shaft of hands. Yeah, we watched a little kind of making of featurette of that. As she's uh, once again a kind of Alice in Wonderland tunnel sequence where she's falling and falling and falling, but instead of clocks and what not flying around her she's falling into a tunnel of hands that are all kind of grabbing at her as she's going down mm-hmm. which is i don't i think that's just very simple but very creepy yeah yeah and and they actually did the thing where they used their hands to, they they put a bunch of puppeteers hands together to make little mouths mm-hmm. so the hands can actually talk and that was so pretty that interesting was kind of a cool scene so um Anyway, um, so our final kind of puppetry-related movie that we watched um, was The NeverEnding Story. Archers, you're sinking! Come on, turn around! You have to now! Come on, Archers! Which is a, a favorite of many people. And, I mean, it is still a fun movie. We watched we watched quite a bit, a bit of it. Um... And I think for me, I mentioned that one of the scariest parts was the wolf. And you didn't really remember the wolf, did no, you? No, I didn't. But the the wolf is just kind of this, this mysterious character that remains in the shadows for most of the time. And then eventually leaps out at Atreyu, the main character, and but he stabs him to death. So, Very quickly, um, too. It, it, I mean, it was pretty good animatronics for 1984, I thought. Yeah. I still think the dragon's a dog, though. Oh, yeah. Still a dog in my mind. I don't care what <laughs> they know, call I, I don't I care agree. what he calls himself. He's a dog. To me. I still think he's kind of creepy. 
Especially when there's the scene of them chasing the bullies down the alleyway. Oh, yeah. And he's like, ah, ha, 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 It's supposed ha. to be pretty victorious, but I think it's actually scary, Well, yeah, scary it is too. actually pretty scary. I mean, imagine if you were those bullies. Yeah. I don't know. And I still thought the horse... I mean, it horse... was the 80s, so every villain had to get their comeuppance yeah. in some way. I still thought the horse part was pretty sad because yeah. i mean the the kids already well pl- well and stressed and out exactly and the horse the horse dies in the swamp of sadness and then the kid meets the giant mm-hmm. turtle thing which i thought was terrifying i was really scared of that as a kid yeah especially when it like it's uh it's very creepy and the turtle has split personality and the statues also yes. was kind of creepy. I kind of forgot about those. Yeah, too. like the you have to run through the statues and make sure their eyes don't open because yeah. otherwise they'll shoot lasers at you. We yeah. watched a lot of weird stuff as kids, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, kids these days are watching a lot of weird well, stuff. Well, these movies too. are. I feel like they're basically same weirdness as Cartoon Network these days, anyways. Well, so. C- Cartoon Network is weird in different ways nowadays. I think. Yes, different but equal in weirdness, I think. Yeah, let's go with that. Um, So, a couple other things we might as well touch on. Uh, Matilda. Mm -hmm. Still awesome to me. Yeah, still awesome. I think it's interesting to rewatch Matilda after um, doing some film studies that I did in college. Because you can always tell the shots that they're using to accentuate the weirdness of Miss Trunchbull. Because they always kind of do a, a dolly in, which is where the camera kind of physically moves into the face of the character. And it gets super close, like an extreme close-up on, on the character to kind of accentuate her, like, bigness and weirdness. I don't know, I'm probably talking too nerdily about this, but... I, I, I thought it was interesting the way they were able to kind of accentuate her weirdness by mm-hmm. doing extreme close-ups on Miss Trunchbull's face. Well, and I, I mean, it probably having that extreme and quick close-up probably gives a lot of tension to mm-hmm. the scene, mm-hmm. so that's under... I think I can... Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they increase the pace of the scene with fast cutting as well. But, but yeah, there were some w- scenes with Miss Trunchbull that I thought were pretty scary, like when she puts yeah. Matilda into the chokey, which is the spiky chamber. You're heading for the chokey, young lady! Chokey? Teach you a lesson? What lesson? You and your father think you can make a fool out of me! My father? The guy with a stupid haircut! I like my father! You're the spitting image! The apple never rocks far from the tree! I think that the when she's trying to hide from her in her own house, I think that seems really scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that really is. And then I know you, we well, we rewatched the scene where she swings the girl around by her pigtails. Yeah. And I know that was scary for you because you said you didn't made you not want to watch or not want to wear pigtails anymore. Yeah, but watching it's it again, it's just as scary. It's, it's just a little bit scary. more comical to me because as oh, okay. she throws them, the kids are commenting on. <laughs> how good the throw is. Oh, like, yeah, that's true. Excellent release that. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I mean, as she's, like, flying through the air, she gets to catch a bunch of flowers, and she gives them to Miss Honey, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's at least a positive spin mm-hmm. for it. Yeah, it's a fun movie. Another scene we watched, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, The Child Catcher. 
which you hadn't seen before. No, I haven't. Here we are, children. Come and get your lollipops. Lollipops. Come along, my little ones. I think as a kid, I didn't realize how freaky it was, but unfortunately, now that I'm adult, I'm an adult. I know about how child or children can get snatched in that way. Yeah. I mean, not in that exact way. Well, what I didn't understand is it seems like the adults kind of knew it was going on, but they didn't try very hard to yeah, keep the kids the from adults, going. Yeah, the adults all hid in their houses and just kind of, you know, didn't prevent the child catcher from grabbing or from catching yeah. the children. And, of course, the child catcher is saying, Lollipops. Lollipops oh for the good children. Mm. You know, and stuff like <laughs> that. It's very bizarre. Jumanji. Run! It's a stampede! It's a game! We re yeah. rewatched Jumanji, and actually, I, I re think Jumanji is actually a very well-made movie in terms of special effects and stuff yeah. especially for it was made in 1995 yeah for its time especially yeah and it, and it has pretty good you know cgi effects as well as mm -hmm. animatronics and acting robin and, williams kirsten dunst uh, yeah yeah it's a good it's a good movie but um yeah and i i really like the the scene with where the lion is revealed and its yeah. tail like plinks onto the piano, like yeah. Boom, boom. Well, and then it when it's paused up on, it's like boom, dun, boom. Dun. <laughs> yeah. Dude, someone's in here. It was, yeah. de it was definitely well made. I mean, I can still understand why I thought it was so scary. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just to justify for my own reasons. Yeah, for sure. Were you just as scared the second time, though? No. Well, I mean, I've watched it Were since. You? <laughs> no. <laughs> Who framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, right. Just a brief okay. scene. Because, I mean, I feel like most of it, even though it's, I guess, kind of intense for it cartoon movie it's supposed to be kind of fun because it's the real world colliding with cartoon world and yeah exactly I feel like every kid would love for that to happen yeah but, but the scene we rewatched specifically was the scene where judge doom gets run over by the steamroller which is very yeah very bizarre and scary still scary i still think that's very scary it yeah it it legitimately was when we watched it we had to be like, uh, can we not watch this again? Yeah. Because he gets crushed by the steamroller and then peels himself off the floor and is like going all around. Well, and he has eyes that can shoot missiles also. Yeah. And he also is talking in the creepiest high pitched voice. Remember me, Eddie? When I killed your brother! Well, I think we've hit every movie that we mentioned before, so hopefully maybe we have resolved some of your fears slash I'm sorry if you're still afraid of some of these like we are. Um, and I think that's it. Yeah, it's been 
great to have you all listening to us today. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast uh, to hear more of what we have to say, and we'll let you know via social media, specifically Twitter, what we're going to be tackling in our next episode. Mm -hmm. So thank you for listening, and stay cool. (laughs) Yeah, we don't really have a closing out thing. Uh, Thank you all for joining us, and happy listening. Yay!